five, four, three, two, one, ignition. We have liftoff. Hello world. Hey. Well, once again. To the Sunday Frog Box, show 52, 20th of May 2018. And as you can hear, I'm not alone in the studio. Annabelle's here again. Hello. And Richard's here. Hello. And it's a special this week. It's a Neighbourhood Watch special. Now, this isn't just, a, isn't just a random thought I had, which is normally the way we choose the theme. Um, we are actually putting on a production of Anna Ackbourne's Neighbourhood Watch at the Secretary Theatre. Coming up this week, starting on Wednesday, and uh, Richard's the director. I am indeed, yes. Annabelle is the deputy stage manager. Yay, that's me. And assistant director, and I'm in it. (laughs) I'm right in it. So, uh, yeah, so we'll be talking about that a bit, and we'll be playing neighbourhood watchy type music. And what better to get us started than those cheeky monkeys, Pleasant Valley Sunday.
So we're having a pleasant Valley Sunday here down in a pleasant cellar Sunday here down in the basement <laughs> in Felixstowe. Having a pleasant time. We're just talking about the monkeys there and how uh, they were possibly the first uh, manufactured band and how they couldn't actually play their instruments apart from Mike Nesmith, who uh, who played the guitar and went on to release a fantastic other song apart from the monkeys called Wing Ding. I don't know if you remember that, Richard. I, I'm not. Wing Ding doesn't ring a bell. But uh, he's also a producer. And interestingly, a lot of, not a lot of people know this, but Mike Nesmith's mum invented liquid paper, or Tipex. Oh. And that was a mistake. <laughs> oh, dear. If only we had any... Uh, yeah. yeah, in fact, when she invented it, she called it Mistake Out. But um, they changed it to liquid paper, and... Uh, there you go. And so the monkeys were born. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Out of Tipex. <laughs> neighbourhood Watch, Richard. Yes. Uh, we're putting this show on. Can you, can you sort of say, you chose the show and you're directing it. What, what led you to, to pick this one? Um, well, where are we? Uh, t- two years ago, I um, directed a September show called Kinder Transport yes. with the capable assistance of Hannah. And that was... I felt a great success mm-hmm. from the society's point of view, and I wanted to do something else, and I wanted to try and tackle a comedy, but not a farce. Right. And so I I narrowed it down to two, and they were the Flint Street Nativity and uh, Neighbourhood Watch. Hmm. And I think when we read them, I think as a group, the society, the, the committee, liked both of them, yes. but we felt that... Um, Neighbourhood Watch was easier to stage. Yes, we were. St- so, <laughs> frankly, we'd need better actors if we were going to. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. Well, it's just no, that there is really the, the thing about the nativity one is that is that the actors have to be children, don't they? Yes. And, and oh, what like in um, Blood Brothers when they have to? Yes. Yeah. Oh, they that's have to so be the cool. children, and they have to be their parents. And, as well. and at the end, they have to play the parents of the children. That's very well. cool. And it requires a lot of a lot of skill. Yeah. yeah, and you have to build oversized sets so yeah. they look like kids at school. You have to like be able to like fling yourself around like a child. So we went for Alan Ackburn. Alan Ackburn. Yeah, we we, did, we decided to go for Alan Ackburn's uh, Neighbourhood Watch, mm-hmm. and um, and also in, in in an attempt to always try and do something different when I direct. Um, I decided we're going to do it in the round, mm-hmm. and different players have never done anything in a round. Indeed. And uh, so far, touching woods, if I can find some. It's going really well. Um, mm-hmm. it, I think it was a little bit of a shock for some of the cast today when they got into the theatre and they realised just how close the audience were going to yeah, be. Yeah, I them. mean, I was shocked. Yeah, because yeah. the. the, the kind of the row that's where the stage usually is is l- literally steps away from the scene yeah you, you, you've normally got probably about a metre and a half of grace from the edge of the stage to the first row yeah. so you've got six or so, six feet or so so you, if the once the lighting's up you very rarely see anybody apart from a few faces in the front row but here they're going yeah, to see right most there. of the audience yeah. all of the time mm. yeah so that's interesting. Excellent. We'll talk more about that. Uh, we'll play another song now, and then we'll talk about our special contest for today. Oh. We're going to play an old uh, Kink song, the Village Green Preservation Society, which is uh, is very much of the, uh, the neighbourhood watch trying to preserve the status quo. But this is a Kate Rushby version. If you've heard this, Richard, this I've known, a, I, I, I do like this song. It's a good. I, it's I love a good song, song, and I actually like this version. So let's hear that now. Thank you. 
Kate Rushby there telling us about the Village Green Preservation Society, Strawberry Jam, Cricket on the Green, that sort of thing, all things English. Scones and what have you. Scones and what have you. I'm glad you say scones. I say scones as well. Do you say scones or scones? I think I think I say scones, but if I just say it, I say scones. Scones, as in stones. Let's not have that debate, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. You, well, if you want to, you can tell us whether you say scones or stones, but if you write it down, we won't be able to tell what you say anyway, so it's pointless, it, yes. pointless. Pointless, like many things on this show. Well, let's talk about our contest. Now, normally we have contest voices, don't we? Sometimes we have bits of music. Well, today it's Rod's ringtones, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Rod being a character in Neighbourhood Watch, and at one point his phone goes off. And so... Uh, <laughs> Which, multiple ringtones. Which has asked me for a ringtone for it, so I, I gave him like five different ones to choose from. And uh, you chose them all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you learn more about the character, you'll understand why some of them are funny. But it's too easy if I just play them for you, so I'm going to play them to you backwards. Ooh. Oh, yes. And you've got to identify what Rod's five ringtones are. So, pencils and papers at the ready, ladies and gentlemen. Let's hear Rod's ringtones. <laughs> He probably needs to take his phone back to the Apple store (laughs) and get it fixed. Was that all Uh, of them? That's all five of them, yes. I picked out four in there. Yeah, well, it's not uh, that easy. Uh, but I'm going to. Uh... No, that's wrong. Ha <laughs> ha! Get happy. Oh, actually, that's right. I'm giving it away. <laughs> Damn it. I know one of the answers. Goodness me. Okay, yeah, well, hmm, okay. They won't get all of them. Yeah, so there are five there, and uh, I'll, I'll, I'll play them again to you now so that you can hear them again. Rod's ringtones. Sir, hey, he's a 
It sounds like a soundtrack from some nightmare Russian movie. It does. <laughs> uh, but it wasn't. So there are five to identify in there. More on that later. If you'd like to, tell us your guesses for that, or contact us for any other reason. Maybe tell us how to pronounce scone, or stone. Uh, Grant says it's scone, like stone, until you've eaten it, and then it's scone. <laughs> well done. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, that's great. With that, that deserves it on the one of these. Yeah. Okay. So uh, the the neighbourhood watch. Um, now you've chosen a few songs for this uh, for this show, Richard. I have. The first one you've chosen is "The Gnome" by Pink Floyd. Seems a little bit odd. What's that got to do with Neighbourhood Watch? Um, the the main two characters are brother and sister, and they just moved into their house. And um, <laughs> the <laughs> sorry, I thought you were going to say the gnome was one of the main characters. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry, right. Real. Okay, and. Um, and Martin has a prized possession of a garden gnome that his mum gave to him for, I think, his fifth birthday. And he's taken it with him, obviously, throughout his life. And he's in his 40s, I think, in, in the play. And um, that's Monty. And so we, we come to um, mm. the, the gnome by Pink Floyd. And actually, very appropriate. this is a very good description of him. Yes. Uh, it's got the name wrong, because in the song his name is, is Grumble Crumble. <laughs> When his name is actually Montmorency. Yes. But other than that, the description is quite good. So, yes. uh, come on, Pink Floyd, tell us about your gnome. I want to tell you a story About a little man, if I can A gnome named Grimble Grumble And little gnomes stay in their homes Eating Sleeping, drinking their wine He wore a scarlet tunic A blue-green hood It looked quite good He had a big adventure Amidst the grass Fresh air at last Whining, dining Biding his time And then one day Hooray Another way For gnomes to say
Very early Pink Floyd there, um, song written by Sid Barrett, sadly deceased Sid Barrett, before he went totally, totally mad. He was a bit mad already. I think he was going mad. It was a bit sad. Like, they'd appear on TV to sing a song and he'd just sit there in front of the microphone, not lip syncing and just holding his guitar and it was embarrassing in the end. But anyway, uh, the great... Uh, Mad Sid Barrett and Pink Floyd, Pink Floyd indeed. from their first album Piper at the Gates of Dawn which is a chapter name from uh, The Wind in the Willows did you know that? I didn't know well there you go yeah. Yeah. Cool. So it's a sort of freaky uh, um, a sort of metaphysical bit in The Wind in the Willows which you don't know is there unless you've read the book because they never put it in any of the movies or anyway leaving that aside I used to like a band called Space in the 90s don't know if you are familiar with them. Um, they did a few good good songs, and uh, this is one of them, and it's very appropriate because they're talking about the neighbourhood in which they live. So uh, come on, you cheeky Liverpool fellows, tell us about your neighbourhood. Cause they 
has come But we will all be waiting when the bulldozers come In a neighborhood like this you know it's hard to survive So you better come prepared cause they won't take us alive Radio 107.5 FM Much more music Yes, there will be much more music and uh, much more other stuff as well I'm going to play you the contest uh, the contest songs again having a few guesses coming in some of them are vaguely correct some of them are vaguely wrong <laughs> Vaguely so correct this is Rod, vaguely, yeah, vaguely correct Rod's ringtones identify if you can the five tunes being played backwards not all at once but one after the other Soundtrack to your nightmares. <laughs> yeah. that, that third one just sounds like Ethel Merman. <laughs> it's not Ethel Merman. No, yeah, I'll give you that for nothing. Okay. It's not <laughs> Ethel Merman. And a number of times I've said that before. Anyway, who's out the door? Well, it's not Ethel Merman. <laughs> Do you know who's, uh, who's number one this week? Well, it's not <laughs> Ethel Merman. Who's reading the news? It's not Ethel Merman. That's a great answer to a question you don't know the answer to. Ask me a question. What time is it? It's not Ethel Merman. <laughs> See, it works. More or less. Okay, well, okay, another song chosen by my special guest, Mr. Richard Daly, yes. the director of Neighbourhood Watch by the Demon Players at the Secret Theatre this week, starting on Wednesday, has chosen a song by, I think, one of his favourite artists, Prince Buster. Well, I, I couldn't not pick songs without picking some scar. Indeed. And so... There is a there is a bona fide reason for p- picking this scar song. Well, do because, tell. Because it's called Al Capone, mm-hmm. and obviously Al Capone being a gangster. Um, when Aitbourne originally wrote the script for Neighbourhood Watch, the cast was twice as big, mm. and mm. and the the Wrigleys, without no spoilers there, but the Wrigleys mm. um, would have been actual physical members of the cast. Oh. And what he did was when he when he trimmed the cast down, he merged characteristics into others so I think Henry's character mm. rather than giving the character away Henry's character has echoes of the Wrigleys in him and yes. the Wrigleys yeah. are basically gangsters yeah I like yeah. that's something I did yeah, yeah. so hence um, Al Capone was the son I chose so any excuse to uh, play some Scar and also I think talking about gangsters I think actually that didn't the specials pinch this riff for uh, for gangsters for their song gangsters yeah, yeah indeed yes. so anyway Prince Buster uh, what are you up to, Prince Buster?
on me Scarface.
All right, Ricky, calm down, lad. Calm he, down, boy. He got all excited. He did get all excited, and then he went on to become a TV star. Well, that was Kaiser Chiefs, of course, with I Predict a Riot. Um, appropriately enough for Neighbourhood Watch, because it all kicks off, doesn't it? It, yeah. it does indeed kick off, all because of a misunderstanding. Mm-hmm. Mm. How much of that can we reveal? Mm. Just, I mean, hmm. like, a, not very much, because it's quite difficult. No, bit. but it starts with a simple event, which you might think is not... We can can reveal that. It starts off with a housewarming Mm. and. An element of miscommunication. uh, That's a very good fright. Well done. Well done. Yes. I I I think, yeah. And it all goes downhill from there. And I think as you go through the play, you just learn more more about each character's flaws. Yeah. And in the end, it turns out that the character who's possibly the most portrayed as the villain of the piece, perhaps, is, is possibly the sanest person there yeah. Yeah, it's kind right. of weird that's, yeah. that's the weirdest part so the only yeah. person I agree with here is the person that the play is telling me not to like yeah, yeah. so it's interesting yeah. because it's not typical Ackbourne in that sense uh, it's not knockabout funny is it it's, uh, it makes you think and it, it's got deeper levels to it it's, it is comedy but it's a sort of darker yeah. comedy it's not really suitable for children ladies and gentlemen no. not really suitable is for children but there isn't there isn't a an age distinction on it and we haven't we haven't marketed it as a a don't bring your kids to it mm. but um obviously demon players have a, have a juniors and I go to junior rehearsals and the junior mums have asked me can I bring them and I've sort of said well I wouldn't bring anybody mm-hmm. no. under a certain age to it yeah no. like I think anyone under year 7 I think they just won't really get it. And the, yeah, they, won't they won't enjoy it. it. No, they won't enjoy no. it. And there are adult themes. Adult so, themes. Yeah, yeah. and and the, their view of the person who takes junior rehearsal <laughs> might actually <laughs> change. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so we might, if we did have the juniors come, we'd probably have to do a helpline say, if you've been affected by any of the issues in <laughs> this <laughs> performance. That's absolutely right. Yeah. Hand so out little cards. <laughs> oh, well. Anyway, it's time for our, our regular feature. <laughs> Acapella Corner, that corner of the radio reserved for music without, without music, without instruments. instruments. I was just distracted by you making a strange noise there through your drink. I why, was, why did you I do was that? trying to say Acapella Corner, but I did it in the drink. So <laughs> why did you wait until that moment before starting to drink? When because I didn't think properly. No, you didn't think. It's <laughs> been up since eight o'clock. Then. Eight oh, o'clock. Eight o'clock. Oh my goodness. Eight o'clock. Well, anyway, we're returning to uh, someone we've had before on uh, on the Acapella Corner, Julien Nil. He's uh, French, but he also goes by the YouTube name Trudbol. I don't know how you say it, but it's T U R D B O L. And this is he does barbershop quartets basically all on his own. And this is a, a, a classic barbershop number appropriate for this. Hi, neighbour. We're singing Hi, neighbour, hi, neighbour. What do you know and what do you say? Hi, neighbor, hi, neighbor, throw all your worries away. We're here to entertain you in the barber shop style. So throw your cares and troubles aside for a while. We're singing, hi, neighbor, my neighbor. 
time to say hi. Now's the time to say hi. Well, thanks for that trod ball. It's uh, short but sweet. And so was that music. I don't think he's short. I've only ever seen his, you know, his head and shoulders on YouTube videos. But is it, is he, doesn't, he, has? he doesn't look to me like a short man. He's got quite a long face, so he's probably the rest of him is quite long as well. Don't know why I mentioned that, really, but there you go. Well, you know, with all these goings on, one of the things that uh, that one of the lines that Martin has is when they talk about, oh, there's a uh, there's this woman next door. He thinks she oh, might yes. be an artist. And he goes, joking, says, oh, there goes the neighbourhood. <laughs> so I thought, well... Oh, you. <laughs> oh, you. Uh, that's exactly the same thought that Cheryl Crow had when she wrote this song. Don't like the scene any 
7.5 FM. Yes, yeah, so I think maybe Cheryl Crow is probably a noisy teenager. Wouldn't like to have lived next door to her. Mm. She was always playing her electric guitars and giving me sass. Yeah. G- giving sass? Yeah. Giving Why would she sass. give him sass? Because she's a noisy teenager. <laughs> Annabelle just gave me a sleepy look of dis- contempt. Yeah. <laughs> So the, this time of the week is, is uh, uh, Annabelle's. Well, she's a bit like the cat. She's uh, had enough. <laughs> Sleeping is the the main thing that she can do at the moment, and she's barely propping herself up over there. Oh, yeah, you have more sugary treats. I'll fix it. Have a jelly baby. Mm. So, oh, Richard, you, oh, yes, uh, the neighbourhood watch. You have chosen uh, another uh, another good song. I would say, uh, "Rubber Bullets" by Ten CC from their first album. Indeed. And why have you chosen such a thing? Um, again, uh, thinking about spoilers. The, <laughs> as the plot develops, yes. um, the police get involved yes. um, in because of the the degradation of activities, and um, and this I thought fitted in. Um, mm. Mike, uh, the Kaiser Chiefs, I predict a riot. Yes. I think this one sort of follows on quite nicely from that because um, pr- riot police. In, in my day, tended mm. to fire rubber bullets at the crowds to sort of disperse them. And rubber bullets aren't rubber, and they still hurt. Mm. They don't, don't necessarily kill you, but they still can knock you out. And there's, they're about, I think, four inches round, and they fire them out of compressed air guns. Yeah, so they call them baton rounds now, don't yeah, they? Yeah, they do, yeah. Mm. yeah. And um, so they're, they're not, oh, yeah, shoot a rubber bullet at me, that's fun. They're not fun at all. Um, it's not and like so, being hit with a Nerf gun. Yeah, but, but really hard. <laughs> I mean, that's not fun. <laughs> yeah. Nerf guns aren't fun <clears throat> either. Um, and, yeah, so that, so that was that was the, the thought behind this. Mm. Um, there, there were a couple of uh, other ones, like I Fought the Law and the Law One, etc., yeah. and stuff like that, but <laughs> I thought this was a rather appropriate... Um, Again, trying to be careful of spoilers mm. here. It's good because, uh, I mean, musically, from 1973, I thought this is quite ahead of its time. It's, uh, their production values are very high, 10cc. Uh, and it, I think their music kind of stood out for those reasons. But anyway, let's play it. Rubber Bullets.
There, that's how you finish a song. None of these long fades. No, no long fades there. No. Very good. Well done, Ten CC. Well, it is now time for. They might be giants. Boy. They might be giants. And uh, usually they don't let us down. They 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 provide me a song that fits in with the theme usually. And um, they go a little bit uh, a little bit long way around with this one, but they have they have got there. Um, but it may not be necessarily completely obvious why. Uh, but we'll play the song first and see if you <laughs> see if you can get what the link to the neighbourhood watch in particular. Well, the audience won't get it, I don't think, not unless they know the play. But uh, you might get it after a lot of discussion. Okay. You nice. won't get it straight away. Okay. I don't get it from the title reading it there, but we'll see. No. Well, anyway, let's see what uh, let's see what this is all about. This is uh, you probably get that a lot. They might be giants. Blank looks here in the studio. Very much so. Yeah. Well, if you hear that he was talking about uh, cephalophores, and if you knew what a cephalophore was, you might have an additional clue as to what that song is all about. 
A cephalophore. Well, let me read you. <laughs> According to Wikipedia, a cephalophore is a saint who is generally depicted carrying his or her own head. Uh-huh. Like a statue holding its own head in its hand. Right. We'll say no more than that. Indeed. I do get it now. Uh, oh! <laughs> got it. Sorry. Did you hear that penny drop then? I yeah, did. Clunk. So, isn't that intriguing, ladies and gentlemen? If you want to know more about that... Oh, that's quite clever, actually. ...then you will have to come and see the show, which you can do. You can buy tickets uh, on deepinplayers.net. Click the button that says Tickets. Uh, and uh, all the details are on there. There's also a phone number on there you can ring for tickets. I'm pretty sure the button says Get Tickets. No, it doesn't. It says it does. Tickets. Doesn't it? Oh. <laughs> Well, I'm going to have to look it up now that you've said that. But okay. do do come, do come, because it'll be exciting and interesting and fun, and I'm in it. <laughs> okay, well, uh, this is New Kind of Neighbourhood from Jonathan Richmond. Hey! Well, your hey! friends, they came from out of town. It was a new kind of neighbourhood. And the neighbours said, but they didn't frown. New kind of neighbourhood. Kind of neighborhood. Well, your friends were dancing on the lawn. It was a new kind of neighborhood. And no one stared like something's wrong. New kind of neighborhood. Oh, oh. new kind of neighborhood. Well, wangity dangity dingy dangity dangy dingy. New kind of neighborhood. Wangity dangity dingy dangity dangy dingy. New kind of Sir, could you tell me where this new neighborhood is that I've heard about? Yeah? It's right up there as a hill, right there. Yeah, yeah. Well, you go up the path. There's two paths. Oh, really? Yeah. And, and it's the second one. You'll find it. Okay. Well, now your friends, they came from out of town. It was a new kind of neighborhood. And the neighbors said, but they didn't frown. New kind of neighborhood. Oh. Kind of neighborhood. Well, now your friends were dancing on the lawn. New kind of neighborhood. And no one act like something's wrong. New kind of neighborhood. Whoa, whoa. New kind of neighborhood. I say, wangity dangity dingy dangity dangity dingy. New kind of neighborhood. Wangity dangity dingy dangity dangity dingy. New kind of Buddy, you know, could you help me one more time? Because I missed it the first time. I just misunderstood. I saw the second path, but it didn't lead where I wanted to go. I know what you did. Look for the one with the little flags up there. They got a little cloth flag. Okay, I'll find it now. Well, now your friends were dancing on the lawn. It was a new kind of neighborhood. And no one looked like something's wrong with the on 107.5 FM and online at felixstowradio.org.uk In association with the Orwell Hotel, this is Felixstowe Radio. Sunday Frog Box with Andy Kimber on Felixstowe Radio. 107.5 FM There's much, much more 
Yeah, it just says tickets, not get tickets. That's the button on deepenplayers.net. You can also call um, the ticket source box office 033-666-3366 for tickets to Neighbourhood Watch. And I've realised that I didn't say earlier how you can contact the show. So I'm sorry for all the hundreds of you who've been trying to get through and I haven't told you how. You can text the studio on 011-385-90690. Start your text, please, with... FXR... FXR. FXR. If you're a pirate. <laughs> if you're a pirate. Yeah. And you can email studio at felixdoradio.org. UK. Whether or not you're a pirate. Uh, or you can come on Facebook and message us on there, the Sunday Frogbox page. Now, some people have made some guesses. Ali, as usual, has done very well. She's got four of the five Rod's ringtones. She hasn't got the fifth one yet. <laughs> well, that was a hard one that I put on there, just because I knew you'd find it hard. And... Um, one other person has got one of them, but there's not that many guesses coming in, so um, please do have another go. Let's play them again. Rod's ringtones. Okay, so Neighbourhood Watch. Now what I thought we'd do is we'd go through each of the eight characters and play a song relating in some way to their character or what they do in the play. Mm-hmm. So the first one, the main, ostensibly the main character of the show is Martin, Martin Massey, Martin Massey yes. who is the leader of the, uh, the new Neighbourhood Watch that is formed during the show. And, uh, and so that's why I've chosen Going Home by Dire Straits, which is the, the theme from... Uh, from the Local Hero. The Local Hero, which you haven't seen probably, but uh, it was a very, very good film. And, uh, well, I'll just play the theme for it because Local Hero and, you know, appropriate. So uh, this is that.
they suddenly decided they had enough of playing that and stopped. Well, well, I agree. Well done. Okay, well, that was uh, Dire Straits. And going home, the theme from Local Hero, which is uh, what Martin is or is he? Do you think Martin's a local hero? I think he wants to be. Does he want to be, or does it just happen? I don't know if he wants to be. It's just like he sort of defaults to being the leader. It's not like he was actually in search of, of the status. It's just he wanted to do something about the neighbourhood. Yeah. No, I, mm. Yeah, okay. He, he, at the beginning, he didn't want to be. Mm. But as as situation unfolds, yeah. he's more than happy to embrace it. Gets a bit taken up with it, doesn't he? Yes. He gets mm. involved, yes. But he is having his strings pulled. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> strings pulled. By maybe more than one person. Indeed. And different strings. <laughs> <laughs> Some strings are being pulled in ways that perhaps he uh, he's never had pulled before. No. <laughs> what? what? No, Just talking about strings. You. Okay, let's talk about the next song. All right. Well, the next song is the next character, which is Martin's sister Hilda. Hilda Massey. Hilda Massey. What can we say about Hilda? Hilda. I don't know. I don't want to. She goes on a journey through the show, doesn't she? She does. She Very starts in so. one place, ends in another. Like any good character. At, at the start of her, at the start of the show, she's a, a bit downtrodden. Yeah. Um, she felt it's her duty to take care of her brother. Yeah. And she was, or she is at that stage, happy with her lot in life. Mm. Mm. Yes. And uh, well, I'll play the song that I've chosen, and we will talk a little bit more about Hilda. Soft skin, red lips 
Katie, naughty old Katie. That's kind of a spoiler. No, because it means um, Hilda didn't like Taylor Swift as well, and so that's why he played Katy Perry. Because they, until recently, Katy Perry didn't like Taylor Swift either. But ah. now they've apologised and all made up. Ah. Well, yes, that's exactly so what that means. That's just, just a reference to uh, yes. You know, yeah. Hilda's journey. Hilda's journey takes her in interesting ways and paths shall we say. I think she is one of the most interesting characters and certainly yeah. was one of the most difficult ones to cast really because mm. because of she does go on such a a big journey out of everybody in the cast yes. in, in, in the show. She she's the one who has the, the biggest trajectory to, to travel. And also possibly the, the largest number of lines to <laughs> Oh Jeez. way more than yeah. anybody else. It's like pages of monologues as well, aren't it? Yes. Yeah. So well done Sarah Atkins. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. Fabulous job. Mm, fabulous. As you will see if you come and see the show, which starts on which Wednesday. You totally should. Finishes on Saturday. And uh, very reasonable. Tickets from deepenplayers.net. That's in Woodbridge. Come along. <laughs> Do come along. Or else, miss out. Okay, well, our next character, moving on, we've had Martin and Hilda, we move on to Rod. Rod, Rod Trusser. Trusser. Rod Trusser, yes. Yes, now, what can we say about Rod? He is a retired security guard. Yes. He was in the army before that. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And, and I think Rod as well, he's looking for some direction. And mm. because of his his previous life in the army and as a security guard, he needs somebody to tell him what to do. Yeah, he is very he get good at being told what to yeah, do. Yeah, if somebody tells mm. him what to do, he'll go and do it. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's sort of like the lieutenant in the uh, the neighbourhood watch, isn't he? Sort of a yeah. yeah enforcer. <laughs> kind of, he knows people, and uh, he has plans for connections. He's the head of the. DNP subcommittee, mm-hmm. uh, which uh, in fact I think he is the DNP subcommittee. <laughs> Just on his own. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, mm. I, I think that's what, as I said earlier, I think Rod, the character of Rod, evolved into what it is now mm. out of probably two or three other characters being merged into what he was originally. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah, that, that's. And I think it's quite uh, it's quite uh, appropriate for these times that we live in. I think the values espoused by Rod. We see in in Britain these days perhaps more than we did a few years ago, mm. due to maybe recent events with certain you know economic unions that we may or may not be a part of in the near future. Uh, <laughs> the, some of the some of the values expressed perhaps Little Englander type values we might suggest. Well, that, that, um, that's why, and, and I know we're hoping to go back to it. That's like the that's where Small Town Boy came from. Mm. Because it's very small town minded, small mindedness. And that's exactly the sort of 
the little nucleus of a community that they live in. They want to keep their little part mm. of England English. Yes. Very much so. Well, I've gone out on a bit of a limb with this one, and I've chosen to play uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Psycho Killer by Talking Heads. <laughs> bit extreme for Ron, but yeah. Wow. <laughs>
Felix Stowe Radio, 107.5 FM. We're continuing our journey through the characters of Neighbourhood Watch. Uh, we have here in the studio Richard Daly, who's directing Alan Ackman's Neighbourhood Watch, in case you've just tuned in, uh, at the Secret Theatre. This coming week, Wednesday to Saturday. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, yes. Wait a minute, watch out for me, I'll be speaking Welsh. Well, I won't, I'll be speaking with a Welsh accent. Hopefully Welsh accent. Yeah. Uh, yes, so there you go. That'll be me. And uh, now we move along to the character of Dorothy. What can we say about Dorothy? She's your typical curtain twitcher. Ah, yes. She likes to know what's going on in the neighbourhood. Absolutely. And also likes to tell other people about it. Oh, yes. (laughs) Which is why I have picked this particular track from Focus, one of my favourite Dutch prog rock jazz bands (laughs) from the 70s. Um, I thought you meant Focus, the old DIY channel. Nope, no, they haven't released that many songs appropriate for this. uh, Okay, sorry. or, or, Or any songs, as far as I know. Unlike Do It All, of course. <laughs> if only we knew it, how do it all do it? You can bet we'd be doing it as well. <laughs> yeah, well, this is not that. <laughs> this is Focus. Round goes the gossip.
focus, taking their time, fading out there. Round goes the gossip. Uh, you spotted the Latin in the middle of that. That's a passage from Virgil's Aeneid, and uh, it, uh, it's the passage about uh, rumour. It's uh, Pharma malum qua non aliud velocius ulum, which is uh, rumour of all evils the most swift. So there you go. Now you know. You've learnt it. Culture. Something for us to all share. Culture. Like uh, in, a, in a Petri dish. Petri dish, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Yogurt. Yogurt. Mmm. Mmm. Fancy yogurt. Nice cold yogurt. Chilled. Mmm. Well, um, we haven't had uh, much movement on the, uh, the contest uh, songs, so I'll once again play to you the five Rod's ringtones. So far we've got, uh, we've got four of them guessed correctly by a certain person, uh, and another certain person's got two of them. So uh, here they are again, Rod's ringtones. <sighs> yes, marvellous. Well, it's time to move on to our next character, and that is the character of Gareth. Yes, indeed. Oh, oh I Gareth. wonder who is playing Gareth. S- well, someone who's held dear to your heart, Andy. That'll be me. <laughs> I'm Gareth. Hi, I'm Gareth. Hello, hello everyone. Uh, yeah, so Gareth, uh, what can we say about him? Who is he? He is... Gareth um, Janna. Gareth Janna, the husband of Amy, Amy who we haven't spoken about yet. Mm-hmm. And uh, He's an en- a retired engineer. Uh, not retired. Oh, no, he's, he's, made he's made redundant. Mm. Yes. He's on the scrap heap. Oh, yes. Years, yes. Before, Years before he's tired. Crying shame. Same all over. Crying mm. shame. He has a very large, <laughs> sh- large so and well-equipped... <laughs> there's a large and well-equipped shed, doesn't he? He likes to uh, tinker in his shed. He likes yeah. to tinker. He does metal work and woodwork. He's very handy. He's wonderful with his hands. He's very handy. He is shed. wonderful with his hands, which is why I've chosen this classic track from Weird Al Yankovic. Uh, which I think sums Gareth up quite well. It's called Handy. First things first, I'm a craftsman. Craftsman. Remodeling is my only passion. It's my passion. And I'm the greatest in the business. Want referrals, yo? My clientele will bear you witness. Right, right. I can help when your door jam sticks. Huh? There is nothing in the world I can't fix. Yeah. I do tiles, I do stone, I do bricks. Call me, I'll come rushing over with my bag of tricks. Bag of tricks. Where you go when your disposal is rusted? Rusted. My problem making you disgusted. Yeah. When your front window is busted. Just one name that's always trusted. I'm so handy. You already know. I'll fix your plumbing. When your toilets overflow. I'm so handy. Bring your up to code. When your dishwasher is about to explode. Now you see that your furnace is needing some service. I'm fully bonded. No need to be nervous. Perhaps you would like a new counter for my. Here combo washer, dryer, but all your pipes are empty. Your water 
pressure's too weak. You got an attic full of dry rot, cause your roof's sprung a leak. Your fridge is starting to reach, your hardwood floor's really squeak. But don't you worry, I'll just show you my amazing technique. Now let me glue that, glue that, and screw that, screw that. Any random chore you got, well I can do that, do that. Or maybe I'll just rewire your house for fun. I got 99 problems, but a switch ain't one. I'm so handy. Screwdriver, got the whole world thinking I'm a giver. Your heating bills are shocking. I can solve that with some duct tape and some clocking. Your house is a disaster, huh? Need a guy who's a master with a plaster, huh? Let me be your stripper, taking off lacquer. No one does it quicker. Yeah, I think yes, I like that better than the original song. <laughs> <laughs> what is the original song? Is it fancy? Fancy. I'm so fancy. Yeah, one. yeah. I like that. I like Handy better. That's Weird Al Yankovic. She does lots of parodies, and uh, I think uh, I think that's Gareth. He, he's he's quite a helpful chap. He he likes to be helpful. He likes to be useful. Yeah. Uh, but uh, perhaps life doesn't reward him quite as he'd hope. Mm. Yes. Um, because he's married to our next character, Amy. Who, uh, well, what should we say about Amy? Well, because I, 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 I can see the track you've picked. And, <laughs> and I, I, I don't think that's rather fair of her. I think <laughs> that maybe is Gareth's opinion of her. Yeah. But I don't think that is a fair depiction of Amy's. And again, it's difficult to not spoil anything. Mm. A- Amy, Amy is starved of affection. Mm, she says. So she says. Stop being <laughs> Gareth. Right, come on. No. Yeah, I agree. I think. Yeah, and and that that's what she she wants more than anything is just affection. She wants to be loved. Yeah. Mhm. And um, Gareth, you just lie me already. Well, I do. Maybe I take issue with that interpretation of events, but. Uh. But um, yeah. I mean, she she is. The, the the character who stirs things up probably the most mm. in the show. Yeah. Yes. Um, and so from her, there is lots of volatility in other characters. When she's around, other characters do change quite dramatically. I suppose it's true that yeah, all the other characters are affected by her in some way. Yes. Uh, mm. Yeah. Perhaps I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, she's just kind of, sort of tying them together in that sense. Uh, yeah, she's a she's a catalyst for action, isn't she? Oh, yeah, she definitely. makes things happen definitely, yes. because she's not uh, she's not like the rest of them. She's uh, maybe a free thinker, we should say. Maybe she goes her own way. That's she, yeah. That, that's yeah. 
don't think mm. that's a fair fair some. But uh, I think Gareth and I think other certain most of the rest of the cast uh, have the same opinion of her, which is why I've chosen, and also because I haven't had any ELO yet. <laughs> <laughs> Evil woman. You made a fool of me.
Manifesto Radio, 107.5 FM. Right then, we move on to our next character, Magda. She's a next-door neighbour of uh, Hilda and Martin. Magda Bradley. 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 Mag- yeah. Magda Bradley. She's a music teacher. She is. And woodwind. Uh, woodwind, yes. So uh, what can we say about Magda? She is free-spirited. She is a bit of a new-age hippie. Mm. That's how I would describe her. Mm. She's also very... She's quite um, quiet. But then when she finds something... Um, I don't want to spoil it, but... Um, she does. St- she does. When she's passionate about something, she does try and stand up herself. Yes. See, she I don't try. think. Yeah, I don't think she really fits in with the with the pattern of uh, the other neighbourhood watchers. No, she doesn't. Uh, I think, uh, as an artist, uh, it's the first thing that they say about her. She's described as an artist, and she's more of a liberal person, liberal outlook. I don't think she has the same conservative with a small c values no. that uh, that the others do. Um. And in some ways, she she becomes a pawn of um, you know other people's for other people's plans, doesn't she? Yeah, she does. Yeah, she, I mean, she, she's she's a victim of um, a very harsh upbringing, mm. which has made her into the type of person why she sought sanctuary in music and being as free spirited as she is. But she still, in her mind, needs. To, Somebody to hold the reins on her. Mm. And, yeah, I think it's interesting that that, that uh, she has that harsh upbringing, and we also we also think that perhaps Martin and Hilda themselves had a harsh yes, upbringing from their yeah, father. Like very much, yeah. But they've responded to it in a different way. Yeah, and I think this is this is quite true. It, it, you, when you get, uh, it's like your parents do something. You either end up being like them. Or being totally opposite, opposite like that, yeah, and I think Martin and Hilda have gone down the sort of being like their parents' way, and and Magda's gone the other way. But then she can't really help it, you know, because uh, you know she's there's things about her which are not a choice, but uh, she's been made to feel guilty about. Anyway, um, she, she uh, her relationship with her husband is uh, well, the song I've chosen <laughs> is uh, was actually quite controversial when it came out. Um, the Crystals, the Motown singing group. It's called He Hit Me, brackets, It Felt Like a Kiss. He hit me And it felt like a kiss He hit me But it didn't hurt me He couldn't stand to hear me say That I'd been with someone new And when I told him I had been untrue Thank you. 
crystals, an unusual number. Animals frowning. I didn't like that song. No. I think it sounds a really bad message. A lot of people didn't like that song. <laughs> it was it was banned. Um, the, the message. Wait, is it not banned now. No. Well, the message, as far as I can tell, the message of the song, and this isn't entirely appropriate, it's really the title that I picked it for, but uh, the message of the song itself is, she was, uh, she was um, in the song, she was, um, she she was playing around, and the fact that he cared enough to, uh, to hit her about it made her think, which I think is, 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 it's convoluted and no, it's no, not no, healthy, no, 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 and it's it's not a good example. He's like he doesn't hear because he cares. He because he felt like he was losing his control over you. Yeah, but he decided to fix that with violence, which is really not good. If you're affected by any of the issues in this show, ladies and gentlemen, d- don't talk to us because we're not professionals. But uh, yeah, anyway, these are these are we're touching on the on the issues on the adult issues that have come up in the show. And our final character is Magda's husband, Luther Bradley, um, who is, what is he? I mean, he's a guardian reader. We've learned that he's about He's a guardian reader. And he is not, he's very much not... Uh, a dry cleaner. In, in, well, he's a dry cleaner. He's not a dry cleaner. He's not a dry cleaner. He's an architect. Yeah, he's an architect. This is something, see, the whole script is full of these things that you've got to watch out for, because if you don't, you miss things. It's like, it says, it, it says he's an architect, uh, but Dorothy doesn't know and kind of thinks he's a dry cleaner, and that's mentioned in the, in the he's a dry cleaner, isn't he? But nowhere like, are we actually no. told that he's an architect no. he's it, not a during dry the play. Uh, so it's a sense of misinformation. Again, this is kind of a, almost like an Orwellian kind of thing, mm. where oh, he's a dry cleaner. He isn't a dry cleaner. It almost doesn't matter what he is. What he is is not the neighbourhood watch. Yes, he's the voice of you know of, what, of reason. At the same time, being painted it's, as the villain of the piece it's because the weirdest thing cause it's like you're. You're, you're kind of made to hate this character, but then mm. it turns out he's the only one. He's kind of he has the views that you sort of think like this is just insane. The message is like, uh, wait, he's such a terrible person, or is he a terrible person? I don't know. Mm. The message is that you know life is complicated. I'm yeah. actually not going to play uh, a song for Luther because it, it kind of fits with the last one, and uh, and I've got other songs I need to play. To be honest, um, but you know, Labour Who Watch is an interesting show. It's a, it'll make you think, and I think it's worth it's worth thinking about because you you may not necessarily actually come and see it twice. Why not? Because you won't necessarily pick yeah, up see everything. Yeah, you miss things. You won't necessarily get everything on the first run through. That's right. And, and Joyce, if you're listening, sit in a different seat each time. Well, oh yeah, you get different aspects. No, I, 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 my mum no, Joyce, I should explain. She she always has the same seat in the second theatre. Always books it first. And during the, for this show, we're not having allocated seats because we're doing it in the round. And basically, you get there and you get. Well, I mean, the, I believe the front of house is going to try and encourage people to sit near the front. Indeed. However, mum is going to take no notice of that and sit in her normal seat. Yeah. Uh, no, no, I sense. will not. She has put in capital letters. <laughs> um, this is a very important uh, uh, thing for her. So, yes, in fact, when we, when we were talking about it earlier, she messaged me to say, where is my seat? So I told her what it's, where it was before. <laughs> and so she's going to get there early and make sure that she sits in that seat. And we'll be very happy to see you there. Indeed, we'll. Indeed, anyone else who wants to come and sit in any seat they like, but not upstairs, because we're not opening the balcony for this show. No, because you won't be able to see. No. Well, I think, uh, I think it's time for... 
for, for one of these. Music that Annabelle thinks you should listen to. Which has come up with at the last that minute. Jingle. It sounds so bushy, you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. It sounds very mighty bushy. Yeah. Well, you sound mighty bushy. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, yeah, so you've picked something at the last minute, yeah, and so which I haven't had a chance to listen to, so there better be no swearing I in it. I looked at the lyrics, <laughs> and there isn't, I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> what, is, what is this song that it's you have chosen? fairly local by Tony on Violet. I don't I completely know what it's about, but the first few lyrics, it talks about streets, so appropriate. And it says fairly local, yeah. so, so alright. It's, like, it's, really, it's not a song that I would usually like, but I do like it. Alright, well let's hear it. Uh, Will we? Yeah, here it comes. Yes, here it comes. Yeah, that was, uh, that was interesting. I like it. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. 
Good choice. Good pick. Okay, well, I think we've got time to squeeze in one more of Richard's picks before my final pick. And uh, you chosen In the Ghetto. Yes. By Candy... Well, I, I, I mean, you might have chosen the Elvis Presley version. I did. <laughs> but I've chosen the Candy Stanton version of In the Ghetto because I think it's a better one. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, In the Ghetto. So, we're saying that Bluebell Hill is the ghetto. No, right? no, not Bluebell Hill. It's the Mountjoy Mount Mount Estate. Ah, the Mountjoy Estate. Mount ah, Mount yes, yes, that's the... Uh, that's the estate at the bottom where all the troublemakers live. Indeed. Yeah. Okay. So all let's. That red brick. All so that red spoils the vista. Sorry, Elvis fans. I'm playing the Candy Stanton version. As the snow flies on a cold and gray Chicago morning. Child is born in the ghetto, in the ghetto, and his mama cries. Cause if there's one thing that she don't need, is another little hungry mouth to feed in the ghetto. A hungry little boy with the runny nose plays in the street as the cold wind blows in the ghetto. And his hunger burns. Well, I'm going to have to fade candy, I'm afraid, because we're running out of time. And I do want to finish with what's possibly the uh, the theme tune of uh, of our show, uh, our house. Indeed. Mm -hmm. Indeed. So uh, we'll put that on now. Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young for you. Thank you very much for listening. Thanks to Richard for being here. My pleasure. Come and see the show. If if you can, come and see us. Thanks to Annabelle. And uh, see you. you all next time. Bye. Staring at the fire For hours and hours While I listen to
I'm back. It's a post-credit scene. Yes, uh, I, I've been reminded that I've forgotten to reveal the correct answers for the uh, the quiz. So I'll play them to you now. Uh, Ali kind of wins because she's got four out of the five. But anyway, I'll play you Rod's ringtones right now. I'm a Barbie girl. That's fantastic. I'm too sexy for my shirts. Right, said Fred. Go get your troubles, come on, get happy. You better chase all your cares away. Judy Garland, get Shout happy. Come on, get One of Rod's favourite artists. Get ready for the judgment day. Electric Six with Gay Bar, another one of Rod's favourites. And the one that you couldn't get, it's uh, The Woodies and Fichtel's Lead. It's an internet meme, so if you don't know the internets and the memes and what have you, then you won't get it, but uh, hey. So, uh, again, thank you very much uh, for, for this journey that you've been on with us. Uh, thanks to a big shout out to Callum actually, uh, Callum Bernal, the theatre technician at uh, the Secular for looking after us. Well done, and don't forget. Don't drink and drive. <laughs>